This is New York Game Day, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Infinity, discover more about the luxury and performance of an Xfinity QX60 crossover at XfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. And by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Visit them at any of their seven locations, including Short Hills, or shop online at LondonJewelers.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Anita Marks with you. It is now time for my locks of the week brought to you by Corona. Anita's three locks of the week. That's right. Uh, gentlemen went three and zero last week. Hey, now. So um, we are. I am 14 and 10 on the season, which means I am at 58.3 percent. Nowhere close to last year where we were at 70, 71%. I know, I told you, that was an outlier year. That type of stuff uh, rarely happens. Uh, but hopefully I can continue to go 3-0 and this week. Gentlemen, are you ready? Ready. Let's go. All right, here we go. Um, first things first. I love Carolina today, right? Carolina, they beat Houston last week. Uh, coming off of a bye, Frank right now has turned over the play-calling duties to offensive coordinator Thomas Brown. Bryce Young came out, looked good, 103.6 passer rating, 70% completion percentage. I think him and Adam Thielen have a huge game today against a depleted Colts secondary. They've allowed 37 points in three straight games. Gardner Minshew, as much as I love him, nine turnovers the last three games. And uh, the Colts, this will be their second outdoor game and their ninth straight game. They have not had a bye yet. I like Carolina, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a two-team, six-point teaser. So I'm going to tease Carolina up to plus eight. And I'm going to align that with the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to tease the Seattle Seahawks up to plus 12 and a half. They are in Baltimore taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Pete Carroll has been quite good against Lamar Jackson. He plays this cover six. He also has three very athletic safeties, and he does a great job shadowing Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that Seattle's going to win, but I do believe that this is going to be close. I won't be surprised if they win, and I like them getting the 12 and a half. So Seattle plus 12 and a half in Baltimore, and the Carolina Panthers at home plus eight against the Colts. Mike, let's start with you. Thumbs up, thumbs down with my teaser. I'd say thumb in the middle. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you know what it is for me, Anita, is, uh, and maybe it's just like recency bias, but mm-hmm. I'm hard pressed to think that Baltimore may not be the best team in the NFL. I just saw them blow the doors off of Detroit, and I just think they're a really complete team. So, um, I don't know. For me, like I would not bet against Detroit in any way. You mean you mean the Ravens? You wouldn't bet against the yeah. Ravens? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Again, listen. I can see the Ravens winning. I'm not saying that. I just I I think that I I like Seattle. Uh, I think and I think the divisions for the taking now. We've seen the 49ers lose straight, three straight games. Um, I just think it's going to be. I think it's going to be close. So again, I'm getting Seattle with 12 and a half points. So the, what that means is that the Ravens are going to have to beat Seattle by 13 points in order for me to lose. I just don't see that happening. I agree with you on that. I feel like it's hard-pressed for any NFL team to get double digits, especially a team that's well above 500 and very competitive to get beat by 13 points, even though the Ravens are a team that, I mean, absolutely demolished the the, the, the Detroit Lions last week. Um, I, I, 
I don't know. Lamar does really well against the NFC. I think he's undefeated versus the NFC throughout his career. So I, I, I think that's a, that's a sticking point right there I have. But 13 is an inviting number, but I don't know if I'm falling for that fool's gold and doubting uh, the greatness of Lamar, especially going up against uh, um, uh, – they're at home though, right? Yeah, they're in Baltimore. So mm-hmm. mm. Seattle moving east at 1 o'clock. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's a hey, tough listen. one. That's a tough one. I mean, I'm really thinking this one through. Yeah, I, I, I like listen, it. Listen, it's 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 again. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the Baltimore Ravens are going to lose. What I'm saying is I don't think they beat the Seattle Seahawks by 13 points. Maybe they beat them by seven. Maybe they beat them by. 10. I got you. I got. It's I okay. Understand. I still I still win with this two leg six point teaser. Okay, yeah. but the so line is plus that. six and a half. So how are you getting thirteen? Because 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 I'm your ador- good thing you're so pretty. Um, <laughs> so 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 I'm I'm playing. So it's called a teaser bet. So what I'm doing is I'm taking two plays. Yeah, and I get six points either direction. Oh, okay. So now, I got you. So now so now so Carolina right now is at home plus two. Now I get six points. I'm adding to that. So now mm. I'm getting Carolina plus eight. Okay. Okay. Which means they could lose by a touchdown and I still win. Okay. And I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks and I'm taking those six points and I'm adding it to the, to the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are oh. getting six and a half on the road. I'm adding six. So now I gotcha. get them at plus 12 and a half. So gotcha. they can still lose by 10, but I still win because gotcha. I have 12 and a half points to start the game. Yeah. That's, that's a very good bet. I like that. Oh, I like you. that. I'm with oh, that. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Now, now it's now, now I explain. You know, you now it's talking, a really good bet. <laughs> yeah, because you're talking all this gambling language, and I, know, I, I really I know. don't know. Oh I God, know. Oh, she getting know, thirteen. I'm looking at the line right here. It's a six and a half. What's how, how to make that make sense? I know. I like. I like two. I like two leg teasers. Okay. I, I really do. Um, and and these are my two favorite uh, of this week. Now, um, my final two locks of the week are going to be player props. Follow me here. I'm going to go to the Bills and the Bengals game. Uh, mm-hmm. This Bengals team, they've looked so great the last three weeks now that the calf injury for uh, Joe Burrow is healed. I think this is going to be a barn burner. Uh, the Bills' defense, linebacking core, secondary, they've been injured. Yes, they traded for Rajul Douglas. I think that's a good addition, but I think it's going to take him a minute to, to gel and get it really, really a full effect into this defense. So... I think the Bengals are going to be putting up points against the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have to pass the ball. Um, and I love Khalil Shakir over two and a half receptions. Since Dawson Knox is no longer active, he's on the IR. What's happened is that now the Bills have gone to a three wide receiver set, which means mm. Khalil Shakir is playing over 70% of the snaps and he's getting 18% of the target share. Last week, six for six for 96 yards. I don't think the odds makers have caught on to what the Buffalo Bills do without Knox. So I like Khalil Shakir over two and a half receptions. Um, and that's my lock number two. All right. Khalil Shakir with three catches. Yep. In this place of Knox. I like that. I like that because they definitely rely on that tight end and it becomes muscle memory for Josh Allen to go to that position. Well, they were the number one team in the NFL in regard to 12 personnel as many mm-hmm. the formation. Uh, and then with Knox out now, they, it just switches to a three wide receiving and, and they were they, they went three wide receiving set majority of the time last week. And I think they pick up where they left off. And by the way, I love this kid. Um, Mike, did, did you scout him at all coming out of college? Like I was expecting big things from him last year. And and he did not shine. 
I think this is a huge opportunity for him. I think he just, you know, just the tip of the iceberg last week. I think we're going to see bigger and better from him moving forward. And I think the odds makers are going to catch on to this line in the next few weeks. Jump on it right now while you can. Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense, Anita. Um, you know, maybe it's Dalton Kincaid, but, you know, we've talked about this for a while. Like, for Buffalo to get to where they want to go, it's going to have to be somebody besides Stefan Diggs. And, you know, it could be uh, Shakir. You know, now that we're past the trade deadline, it's improvement from within. Uh, could be him. Like I said, it could be Dalton Kincaid, their other first-round pick uh, from the University of Utah, who in a lot of ways is going to have to replace um, Dawson Knox until he gets back. And last but not least, I've saved my best for last. And, and Mike, I think you're really going to love this play. Okay? Mm-hmm. Demario Douglas, wide receiver for the New England Patriots, over 50 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. Now, the Patriots wide receiving core, uh, born out now on IR. I, I don't whether it's a knee or an Achilles, but he's done for the season. Devontae Parker is not playing. Um, Bourne had a team high target share of 21%. Those targets have to go somewhere. Last week when Douglas claim came in, he played 77% of the offensive snaps and saw 25% of the target share 20 in his last two games. He has nine receptions for 79 yards. Also, he's got two rushing attempts for 24 yards, so they use him uh, very creatively in the rushing attack as well. The commander's defense, as we know, they traded away Young, they traded away Sweat. So uh, Mac Jones, I think, should have all day back there to deliver the football, and I think that Douglas is going to be the main beneficiary of those targets. I think this is a sneaky good play. I just made this my best bet on Daily Wager. Douglas over 50.5 rushing and receiving yards combined. Mike what say you? Yeah, I like it. I think he's going to be, you know, their primary weapon. I, I, I that makes a lot of sense to me, Anita. Um, you broke it down really well. You know, I, the only other thing I would add, candidly, is like, you know, Smith Schuster's been a little bit of a disappointment. So their offense has to come from somewhere. No Parker, no Bourne. Uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. So uh, again, just to recap, my three locks of the week. I'm going to go with a two-leg six-point teaser. I'm going to tease Carolina up to plus eight at home against the Colts. I'm also going to tease the Seattle Seahawks up to plus twelve and a half in Baltimore against the Ravens. And then two player props: wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, Khalil Shakir, over two and a half receptions, and Demario Douglas, wide receiver for the New England Patriots, over fifty and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. Has Hashtag run, don't walk. Get to that window. Hopefully I can go 3-0 and yet again. We come back. Uh, we'll have Mike Tannenbaum's bomb of the week. Also, Mike, we need to talk about the trade deadline. Uh, you know, who you feel really crushed it, knocked it out of the ballpark, and who you feel did not. There was a lot of wide receivers that I thought were going to go. Hunter Renfro, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, they didn't go. I thought uh, Dalvin Cook, maybe Hunt, uh, uh, Derek Henry was going to be traded. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of players that I were anticipating to be traded that did not happen. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. We'll take a look around the, the league total AFC and NFC is it is week nine so the playoff picture is becoming more and more clear and as always we end the show strong with our score predictions for both the Giants and the Jets so hour three uh, we're in the mix of it right here on 98.7 ESPN this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. So again, just a reminder, my locks of the week brought to you by Corona. Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Also, New York Game Day on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. And now it's time for Mike Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week, brought to you by Slomans. The bomb is about to be dropped. It's Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week. All right. Brace yourself, Mike. What is it? Well, Adina goes to your uh, last bet. I'm going to go uh, Patriots 20, Commanders 10. You know, we talked a lot about all the changes that happened this league uh, this week with uh, the Raiders and some of the other trades. To me, um, the toughest job right now in sports is Ron Rivera, who lost two great young players in Chase Young and Montez Sweat. And, you know, it's one thing, you know, we teams lose players to injuries all the time, but it's another thing to walk in there and say, hey, we intentionally moved on from two really good players and, you know, let's go win some games. So um, I expect Washington to be flat this week and uh, New England with a home win. Uh, so again, this is Mike Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week brought to you by Sloman. Sloman has low price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices. For 100 years, Sloman's has been the staple in home comfort. Make sure you call 1-866-OIL-DEAL. Also, this portion of the show brought to you by Bud Light, um, the official beer that we know of the NFL. So make sure you enjoy responsibly. By the way, just a reminder, we've got a game going on right now. As we talked about earlier, Kansas City up on the Dolphins, 7-0. Patrick Mahomes, 9 for 14, 80 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown went to Rasheed Rice. So a huge apology from me. Linda called into our fantasy show and she asked uh, Rasheed Rice or Taysom, was it Taysom Hill? I think she said, and, and I told her to go with Taysom Hill because I think Derek Carr and the Saints are, are, are going to have a, a big day. Derek Carr actually, last three games, passing for over 300 yards, and Taysom Hill has uh, has been a real big part of that offense the last few weeks. But we'll see. It's it's still early. Rasheed Rice, one reception for 11 yards, but that one reception was a touchdown. Uh, my favorite bet in this matchup was Tyreek Hill, anytime touchdown, because I, I do believe that Mike McDaniels is going to try to set him up to score a touchdown against his former team. So, uh, but it is early, right? Uh, we're just, we just started the second quarter in Frankfurt, Germany, which by the way, Mike, uh, your thoughts with the NFL playing in Germany. You know, what's amazing is um, last year, the tickets sold out in three hours and the league uh, doubled the amount of games that were there this year. So, um, I think this just really bodes well for the future of the NFL, and there's an insatiable international appetite. Um, and you know, Roger Goodell, when he says things, it's very meaningful. Like, for example, 
hey, maybe we'll have a Super Bowl in Europe one day. Like, I don't think that's in our lifetime. I think that's going to happen. And um, there's just such demand that it's look, it's just the economics, right? If you see a half full stadium here and games sell out in three hours over there, you're going to see more games over there. Yeah, and on, on top on top of that, Anita, I, I actually uh, during COVID I wrote it out in Denmark, and I was actually calling games on for the NFL affiliate. They had TV three. Uh, I'd call two games a, a week. There is a huge market in Europe for American football, uh, and so not only in Europe, they, there's a, there's a whole bunch of other areas in this world that need. NFL football, and I think Europe is a great start. But then you go to Asia, then you go to Africa, then you go all over the everywhere else. Because in South America, there, this is a game that everybody should be exposed to, and uh, this is a world's game. I'm, I'm fully on board. I would have loved to play. I it was a part of the first game in London, and uh, man, I, I just can't wait for it for everybody to be as entertained as we are week in and week out with the best sport in the world. It's it's pretty amazing. By the way, the uh, Miami Dolphins got out there on Monday. The Kansas City Chiefs got out there on Thursday. Uh, so far, and again, we're week nine, but we've had a few other games. The team that gets out to that foreign uh, soil first has been the team that has won. So uh, so interesting schools of, of thought in regard to travel and preparation. Keep in mind, Andy Reid, he's 2-0 and on foreign soil. He's won in London. He's won in Mexico City. Now we'll see if he can win in Frankfurt. Uh, Mike, thoughts on the trade deadline? Who, tell me, who's the team that you think crushed it, hit it out of the ballpark, and who's the team that you were expecting to make a move, do something, and ended up with nothing? Yeah, that's really easy for me. I thought San Francisco crushed it. You know, what I love is the organizational alignment. You know, first day of free agency, go get Javon Hargrave. Um, they kept Ark Armstead. They drafted Javon Kinlaw. Look, they lost to Forrest Buckner, but then... You know, they go get Randy Gregory, and then what do they do? They go get the best pass rusher available in Chase Young. Like, to me, love the organizational alignment of who they are. I mean, that's a Pro Bowl defensive line room. I mean, it's insane how good they are. Yeah. It's almost like they're taking a, taking the cues from the, you know, the the Eagles. I mean, they are constantly reloading with uh, defensive linemen. And, you know, when I was playing with the Giants, we had, you know, the, the – you know the, the the great defensive line that ended up dominating the Patriots. It's it's a it's a way of approaching defense that uh, you stack up the defensive line and it makes the entire defense, all the rest of the three levels of defense, two levels of defense, you know, just that much better when you're putting pressure on that quarterback. Good move, um, uh, Amani. How difficult is it? You know because you know like I said, a lot of moves and and looking ahead to this this Bills Bengals game later on tonight. The the Bills dealing with some injuries on the sec on, on, in their secondary they trade for Rajul Douglas, but like I I'm my handicapping is that I think it's going to take him a minute to really get familiar and get into in, into a rhythm with that defense. You know what is it like for a player who's traded mid season and and coming in? You know another thing I don't think enough people talk about is like his wife, his kids, his dog. Um, you know the, the comfortability of home now uprooted on top of having to learn uh, typically a, a new system, right? Yeah, I think it'd be very difficult, but I mean, we're every week it's an entirely different game plan. So you're used to the change. Change isn't something that players are uh, are, are 
you know, when a big drastic change, players can buckle down and focus in the, on the main thing. Most players can. And I think his his uh, refuge will be on the field. He'll be diving into this, probably preparing harder this week than he's ever had. And usually that adds to, you know, being well, well prepared. I think the first week isn't the hardest. It's the third and the fourth week when some of these situations where you're moving your family, you're trying to find a place to stay, you're trying to get your massage, you're trying to get all that stuff. You can do one or two weeks, but once the third week and everything starts settling in and you have to start making all these decisions uh, you know, about your life and more so than just uh, being able to focus in on what you have to do on the field, that's where I think it really the, the, the change really sets in. But um, I feel like you know, if you're a player who's, got any, who's played in the league for a long time, anything new really helps you in terms of refreshing your, 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 your approach to the game. So I think it'd be a, a temporarily help. Maybe a long-term dis- uh, distraction. You know, um, what, one thing, Anita, Amani's making a good point from a standpoint of uh, when we talked about those rookie quarterbacks before that you were mentioning, a lot of things mm-hmm. Amani just talked about really apply to quarterbacks. Like, a lot of times it's their first job, so it takes them a while just to get settled in. So I thought Amani did a really good job of taking us behind the scenes. As always. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. Wow, it's dear diary. I, I got a compliment Mike's, 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 from Mike Tannenbaum today. Oh my well, God! We, what did I, I mean? Anita, so well. Anita, we, we, he's usually so busting. Well. He's giving you, you know, compliments. Don't don't look don't look a don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> Anita, we, we before when you left, we had to find him. I mean, we, we had a, like a ten thirty appointment or a nine thirty appointment with Rich Samini, and twenty minutes late after he had like you know a little chamomile tea and you know Manny Petty, we got you know Monty back for the back half. Of the How did interview. you know? How did you know? Are you in my room? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No, I had a little extra coffee to wake up this morning. Daylight That's savings terrible. wasn't uh, wasn't enough for me. <laughs> Which, for, by the way, for all you men out there, uh, nothing better than arranging a date with the significant other, the wifey, whatever it might be, and going for a couple's mani pedi. I'm telling you, take it from me, mm-hmm. you will crush it. You will crush it. Am I, am I wrong, Amani? If you were to go to your wife, am I wrong? Like, if you guys were to go to your wives and say, hey, listen, I want to spend a great day with you. I've booked us for a couple's Manny Petty. How happy would your wives be? Oh, man, it would be. That would, I mean, I don't know much more. Well, I mean, first of all, your wife has to, or your significant other has to enjoy spending time with you. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing that you're, you're taking for granted, right? But uh, luckily, I, my wife loves to spend time with me, and I'm sure she would be very happy. But my ex-wife probably wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't love it so much. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to a break from that. Uh, yeah, yeah we're gonna I'm break on number that. two. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not talking about man- manicures and pedicures, are you? <laughs> no, we're talking about wife number two. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. We come back. We're going to look big picture. Uh, not a quitter. We're look, I'm not a quitter. I'm sorry. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to look around the league, the AFC, the NFC. It is week nine. Therefore, uh, playoff picture is looking more and more clear right now. Also, we'll take your calls. 800-919-3776. And, of course, as always, we end the show strong with our score predictions for both the Giants and the Jets. So, with you for another 30 minutes, Anita Marks, Amani Toomer, uh, Mike Tannenbaum, right here on 98.7 ESPN. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. It's not a celebration that we, you know, we have a new coach and, you know, there's, there's been changes made. We obviously, I think it was time, um, one, way or the, one way or the other, it was time for some sort of change um, just to bring a little juice in and, and, you know, revitalize the team a little bit. And I think it's more of a mindset that we're trying to, you know, not force, but just have moving forward to, to just be as positive as possible. Um, Anita Marks with you. This is New York Game Day. Um, I'm sorry. By the way, we got Tom and Harvey who are producing the show, which, by the way, do an an exceptional job. There's a lot of moving parts behind the scene that a lot of our listeners aren't aware of, and why would you be? Uh, And so just a big (laughs) shout-out to them. Um, Tom, who was that again? That was Devontae Adams saying it was time for change in Las Vegas. There you go. Talk about change. They got a lot of change there. Uh, By the way, uh, this portion of New York Game Day brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. Also brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. So make sure uh, you tune in there. Um, Also, guys, I want to give a shout out to those who are running the New York Marathon today. That is happening as we speak. And a big shout out to my girl, Christina Kamasa, who's running for Garden of Dreams. I ran back in 2014 for Garden of Dreams. And so she got in this season. So she's running. She's about to take off in about 20 minutes. Uh, it was a bucket list thing for me. Uh, and I did it. I'm not going to share with you my score because it was pretty embarrassing. Your time? Uh, no, That's all right. No, hey, I'm not, I'm sure not sharing that. I'm not sharing my time. All I can tell you is I finished. I right. fi- hey, <laughs> Here's what it. happened. If you're here's if what you happened. finish, you're a winner. Here's what happened. Okay. I just was like, I'm an athlete. I got this. So my my longest run in preparation was only 15 miles. You made where they say Where they say you've got to run at least one or two at 20 miles so you know how your body reacts once you hit that 20-mile mark. And I did not. And so when I hit the 20-mile mark, uh, my toenails were floating in my shoe. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. And and my body was doing things. I, I had no idea. Like, I, I don't like it was nuts. So I, I, I didn't I did. I personally did not train properly, but just because I was arrogant about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a bucket list. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Amani, you ran it as well, right? I did. I ran it. Finished mm-hmm. it, too. Four hours and 13 minutes. <laughs> yeah. OK. OK. Bragger. Not great. Not great. Stud. I, I wanted to get under three, three. I wanted to get under uh, three, under like in the threes in the three hours, mm-hmm. and um, didn't work out that way. I got to mile twenty-one, and I just was like, "Why am I doing this?" You know, when you start, when your mind starts talking to you, and I don't know. It was it was tough. It was fun. It was the best part of New York. That's one of the things I I know about it. You go outside, and one in New York are people just cheering for you for effort. This is a bottom line city. If you're if you're just going out there and just trying and people are cheering you on, that's a great day in New York. Yeah. yeah. So, so so just just a, again, I ran in 2014. It was after the Boston bombing, and so um, a group of us, me, Michelle Beadle, 
um, Amy Fries, a bunch of meteorologists and a bunch of sports broadcasters. Sam Ryan, big shout out. Tina Sarvasio, big big shout out. Uh, out of you got, guys, who won? Oh, I certainly did not. I think Tina. I think Tina Servasio finished in like four hours and something, and then she rented a hotel so that she can go and shower and change because she had to be on Fox Five that night. Mm. Like, like, like Tina Servasio is. She's like she's not from this planet. She's unbelievable. So, but but we had like maybe ten or fifteen of us who got together and we all ran for a charity. Many of us uh, for Boston because again, it was 2014. It was after the Boston bombing. So that was nice that we were able to train together and it was a feel good. I, I cried pretty much the whole time I was crying just like because of what you said, Amani. like you're out there, you're running, you've got people who are yelling for you, cheering for you, cowbells, all the things uh, to, to go through all the burrows. Um, it, it was special. It was a bucket list thing for me. Absolutely. So again, just a big shout out. What's to the all time? Those- Come on, Anita. Mm-mm. What time? Did you beat me? Let me just say this. Pamela Anderson and Oprah Winfrey had a better time than me. Wow. Just marinating that for a minute. It Again, matter, it's though. my it, listen, it. It, it's it, listen, it's my it's my fault. It's my fault because I just I was arrogant. I was like, I'm an athlete. Like I got this. Like 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 distance running. And, and I just I didn't I didn't train. Not, listen, I didn't train properly. Same. I didn't train properly. That's so me. It was on you, me. It's on me. So then it's you definitely want to do it again then, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, the toenails floating in my shoes. That's, just, kinda, bad, that's like, just bad shoes. You got to get better yeah, shoes. That, that just, that threw me off. But nonetheless. Anita, if you finish, you're a winner. You know, like that's the bottom line. Like that's amazing. Oh, I finished. Yeah, it is amazing. Most people I on finished. the planet couldn't do that. That's true. But what was your time so- though? <laughs> <laughs> All that being said, it was great. Let's hold, hold hand kumbaya. But what was it? <laughs> Let, it was let like five. It was like five something. It was five something. It was. I, I was a mess. I was a mess. Dang, it was five so funny. Hours. So so wait. So I was. So I, I ran. I ran with Michelle Beadle, and at like at like the like the sixteenth mile, but like now I'm slowing down. Now I'm doing like fourteen minute miles. She's still at like ten eleven, and she turns to me. She's like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like, I've had seven knee surgeries, Michelle, like, and I'm a lot older than you. She's like, why didn't you tell me this before I agreed to run this with you? She's like, I'm out. And Michelle Beadle like totally like left me uh, in the dust. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough sledding for me the last 6.2 miles. But nonetheless, yeah. again, more importantly, big shout out to those who are running. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's a very, very special day here in New York. All right, gentlemen, quick break. We come back. Um, let's uh, let's let's uh, take a quick look around the AFC and NFC. And also we will give folks our score predictions for both the Giants and the Jets when we get back. New York game day, 98.7 ESPN. Now, back to New York game day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. All right, this is New York game day, and uh, Kansas City up 14-0 against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 147 yards, two touchdowns, uh, one to Rasheed Rice, the other to Jarek McKinnon. So, uh, you know, and I I talked about it earlier, guys. This Miami Dolphins team, contenders or pretenders, do you know that they have not beaten a team above 500 since week three of last year? Not this year, last year. Last year. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They uh, sounds like pretenders to me. That's where you're leaning, Anita, at least. Mike, pretenders, contenders. Oh, tardy for the party. 
A little tardy for the party. Is Mike? Mike. Anyway, but I, I feel like when you're looking at this team <laughs> and you, you see how like dynamic they are on offense. I always love playing against teams that, that were really dynamic on offense with you and you have a strong defense that just can slow them down. Because even if you keep them honest and you keep them playing, you know, without you take away the big plays that they're used to, they can't get they can't get their, their juices flowing until they have big plays. And when you look at uh, if you play this team too deep and you make them go the, the length of the field, even if they score. They're just not used to these. They're just not used to that big adrenaline rush, that adrenaline dump of of a big play. So, I always felt like when you have a team like that, and you have a decent defense, you can hold them down a little bit. It, like that's what happened to the Kansas City Chiefs for a while when they were used to having the big plays, and all of a sudden that one year everybody tried to play them in cover two, and they forced them to go slow. Uh, something that they're not used to. Mike, contenders, pretenders. Now this uh, is a Dolphins team. Tardy for the party. I, I was here, Mike. Are you Mike. tardy for the party? Uh-oh. I would say this. I, let's give it a grade of incomplete because they're, they're, they're so explosive on offense. Um, yeah, but they don't beat good teams, Mike, and they get destroyed by good teams. The yeah. Eagles and the Bills destroyed them. Yeah, the, I, I, no, that's fair. That's fair. But this game has a long way to go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let's see. But I, I would look, I, I still put Cincinnati and Kansas City as up there. And again, I just was so impressed with Baltimore. The AFC is just absolutely loaded. So, yeah, I, I could put Miami a notch below those teams. Uh, the question is going to be, you know, who gets that home playoff game winning the AFC East? That's right. So Kansas City, top of the AFC West. Jacksonville, top of the AFC South. Baltimore, don't sleep on Cincinnati, though. And I think they beat the Bills this week. Uh, And the Miami Dolphins right now losing to Kansas City in the NFC. Obviously, it's the Eagles. Really big game uh, later on this afternoon against the Dallas Cowboys. The Detroit Lions, they are just rolling. They have one of the easiest, if the not easiest schedule for the remainder of the NFL season. So they are going to dominate the NFC North. Atlanta switching to Heineke today. This NFC South division is for the taking right now. Uh, both Atlanta and the Saints are 4-4, four and four, so that's going to be fun. And like I said, I picked Seattle to win the NFC West at the beginning of the year. I'm sticking to it. I think the 49ers are going to continue to struggle with Purdy. I just, I'm just not, I just, I find Oh, you're off the Purdy bandwagon now. What do you mean? I've never been on the Purdy bandwagon. Oh, I've I, never, I, I, ever, you know, ever. I've ne- wrong girl, crazy. wrong chick, Amani. Wrong chick. How like oh, two weeks ago? You know, like that one song. It was all good just a week ago. A week ago, everybody's talking about how great Purdy was. Not Mr. me, Mr. Irrelevant. He's gonna be great. Wow. Tables Not turn me. quickly. Fantasy Focus brought to you by <laughs> Mohegan Sun Casino.com. As I said earlier, hashtag run, don't walk. Go get Demario Douglas. He's going to have a big game today for the New England Patriots. Uh, brought to you by, by Mohegan Sun Casino.com. Play Mohegan, your favorite casino games now in the palm of your hand. Visit Mohegan Sun Casino.com. Must be 21 years or older to play. Help is available. For problem gambling, you want to call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. All right, gentlemen, predictions. Mike, let's start with you. Giants, what's your score and why? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Raiders 17, Giants 14. I just, um, I've seen it with an interim coach before. I'm going to go with Aiden O'Connell. I'm with Daniel Jones now where he has to prove it to me. And uh, I just think the Raiders, despite the coaching change, um, are the better team. Wow. We know we know who Amani's taking. Let's just get right to you, Anita. 
I am going to take my Giants when they Shocking! I'm going to go 28-17. I think that uh, there's going to be a definite significant bump for the uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders, but it's just not going to be good enough because when Saquon and Daniel Jones reunite and the last time they stepped on the field, Mike, they put together a 28-point half. This is going to be 28 points. The Raiders just don't have enough in terms of their defense isn't good enough. Um, they're uh, they're just not going to be able to compete. Wink Martindale versus a rookie quarterback. I like my chances. 17 points for the Raiders, 28 for Big Blue. The Giants go to 3-6 and six and right the ship. I, I I love the I love the voice. Um, I love the voice. Uh, I'm I'm going Giants here as well. I've got Giants 21 17. Uh, again, uh, let me let me pull a line from Rodney Dangerfield. No respect here. Daniel Jones back in action along with Saquon Barkley. Again, anticipating Andrew Thomas to be back on that offensive line. Too many changes for the Raiders. I'm going 21-17 Giants. Mike, let's go back to you. Jets, Monday night football against the Chargers. What's your score and why? Uh, 24-21 Chargers. Um, I just think as this game plays out, it's... um the Chargers are the better team right now. You know, at some point, Zach Wilson, we can't talk about him as, oh, he played great. He didn't make a mistake. At some point, they're going to have to make plays, uh, given their offensive line, which Rich Sabini really laid out well. Um, I think too much Chargers front seven. I like the Chargers tomorrow night. Amani? Yeah, yeah, I like the Chargers as well, 27-14. I just feel like they just don't score enough. And I feel like if you're the, if you're the Chargers, if you uh, really take away Brees Hall – they're running in the running game uh, and force um, Zach Wilson to, to try and beat you through the air. It's just not going to happen. I know the weakness of this Chargers defense is their secondary, but the strength is that front. And Joey Bosa um, and, uh, and Khalil Mack are going to get after Zach Wilson. And you know what they say? The old football ad- adage is, foot, uh, is pressure busts pipes. And Zach Wilson is going to have a meltdown on Monday night for all to see. And we're going to see what Zach Wilson wow, really made. Wow, wow, wow. Kansas City just scored a defensive touchdown. What a play. Wow. I thought you were talking about my commentary. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, I thought so, I got complimented so, and I thought I was going to get another compliment. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of love being thrown here uh, from, uh, from, from Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, I'm with you. Same score, 24-17 Chargers. Um, and, and just to bring you up to score, Kansas City now up on the Miami Dolphins, 21 to nothing, um, really trying to force feed Tyree Kill the ball. He fumbles the ball. Kansas City's defense picks it up, takes it back home for another touchdown. They're uh, up. Uh, and also uh, prior – go uh, ahead. On that play, uh, what happened was Trent McDuffie strips Tyree Kill. Mike Edwards picks the ball up. He's getting tackled. He laterals it to Brian Cook, who breaks uh, – uh, a tackle at like the five yard line for a touchdown. What an unbelievable play! All started up by Trent McDuffie stripping Tyreek Hill on a pass that was completed behind the line of scrimmage. McDuffie did a great job, scooped up by Edwards. He's getting tackled by Tyreek Hill. He tosses it to Byron Cook down the sideline for a touchdown. Oh wow! Yeah. So again, they're they're forced. And, and as I said earlier, one of my favorite bets here is Tyreek Hill anytime touchdown. Uh, they're really forcing the ball to Tyreek Hill. Uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs are really focusing in on Tyreek Hill. Uh, so now Kansas City 
uh, just minutes away from going in at the half, up 21 nothing, which uh, will be really interesting 21. to see how the, the Dolphins respond to this. So uh, what were you going to say, Mike? No, that was that was Amani who was bloviating, not me. 21. Oh, okay. And you do something for me. You know, 21. Okay. <laughs> 21. <laughs> 21 nothing Kansas City going into the half. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Um, I want to thank, again, uh, Tom and Harvey, who produced the show. Like I said, a lot of moving parts behind the scenes, and they do a phenomenal job. I want to thank uh, Jordan Renan and Rich Samini for joining us as well. I say it each and every week, gentlemen. It's always fun waking up and uh, hosting the show with you each and every Sunday morning, getting our listeners ready for both Giants and Jets. So uh, later on this afternoon, 4 o'clock, 4.30 kickoff, uh, Giants, we'll see if they can uh, get one more in the win column against a Raiders team that's going through a lot of change. Really excited that Daniel Jones is back in action. Can't wait to watch that one. And then, of course, on Monday night, you'll be able to listen to that Jets and Chargers game right here on 98.7 ESPN. Everybody, enjoy your Sunday fun day. Gentlemen, thank you so much. And... Um, and I guess I guess that's it. We'll sign off. Anita Marks with you. Romani <laughs> Tumor. Right. I'm trying to think what else can I say? Uh, Romani <laughs> Tumor and Mike Tannenbaum again for all those running the New York all Marathon. Right. God bless and uh, really proud of you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. This is New York Game Day, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Infinity. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Xfinity QX60 crossover at XfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. And by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Visit them at any of their seven locations, including Short Hills, or shop online at LondonJewelers.com.